0: She she wanna drink through drugs and have sex tonight But I got church in the morning, church in the morning She says she wanna drink through drugs and have sex tonight But I got church in the morning, church in the morning Hopefully we can go to heaven, I pray
1: Hopefully we can go to heaven, cause I'm safe
2: Hi, I'm Elia Einhorn, and you're listening to the TalkHouse Music Podcast. The TalkHouse team set up camp at Pitchfork Music Festival in Chicago earlier this summer and recorded some fantastic artist-on-artist talks. Last episode, you heard a chat between Shamir and Porch's Aaron Maine, and before that, Thundercat and Kamasi Washington. In upcoming weeks, we'll release more talks recorded at the fest between Julia Holter and Broken Social Scene's Kevin Drew and Spencer Tweedy and the band Whitney. Today, we present Mick Jenkins in conversation with BJ the Chicago Kid. Brian James Sledge, AKA BJ the Chicago Kid, is a golden voice soul crooner born to church choir director parents on the south side of the city he takes his name from. He's been recording collaborations for 15 years and has guested on tracks by some big names. Kanye West, Dr. Dre, Warren G, Schoolboy Q, Chance the Rapper, and Kendrick Lamar, to name a few. Along the way, BJ dropped a trio of mixtapes and a self-released album. It all led to a record deal with Motown, who put out this year's excellent LP, In My Mind, which features guest spots from Chance and Kendrick. BJ sings about faith, love, betrayal, drugs, and hookups with enormous depth of emotion. Mick Jenkins was born in Alabama and raised in Chicago, not far from where BJ grew up. Given Jenkins' background in poetry, it's no surprise that the cutting cultural analyses and recurring metaphorical themes of his lyrics can be breathtakingly constructed. While Jenkins has collaborated with Chance the Rapper, Vic Mensa, and labelmate Joey Badass, a lot of his influence comes from jazz. His 2014 mixtape The Waters references Miles Davis and samples Billie Holiday's chilling requiem, Strange Fruit, and one of his most popular tracks is called Jazz. Jenkins released The Waves EP last year, and has announced that his debut LP, titled The Healing Component, is coming sometime in 2016. BJ and Mitt caught up backstage at Pitchfork Fest and discussed press coverage of the violence in Chicago, how the language used in songs right now to talk about women needs to change, and much more, including an amazing story about working with Dr. Dre. Check it out.
0: She says she want to drink through drugs and have sex tonight. But I got church in the morning, church in
1: the morning. Hopefully we can go to heaven, I pray.
2: Hopefully we can go to heaven.
0: How was the performance yesterday, yo?
1: It was cool. I'm super critical. Yeah. Um, I, I I pay a, a ton of attention to shows and, like, how it comes off as an audience. I mm-hmm. felt like it wasn't a Chicago crowd.
0: Uh, that
1: really doesn't take away from more how...
0: festival than yeah, Chicago Yeah, exactly. I right. was about to say, it doesn't take away
1: from how good it is. Yeah. I'm just, like, super critical. The energy like, that comes back. The energy back. just wasn't all the way there, 100%. But I understand. It was cool. Like you said, it was a festival crowd. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. What time you going?
0: Five? Uh five forty five, five thirty,
1: something like that. Yeah, is are you doing all new music or?
0: Um, we doing new music. We pretty much rearranged the show from um anybody that ever seen any past shows to um hit more fan favorites, flip a few things. I was about to say, do you, you ever
1: reach back? Yeah, what do you yeah. think about like Taste of Chicago days? You don't do you ever go back that far? I'm yeah, like- what's crazy is
0: um we traveled from Cleveland about six this morning and I was on the bus putting together a most slept-on list of my own music. Work, music work. I felt was slept on. I started from Taste yeah. of Chicago. So it's crazy you even brought that up. It's crazy. Salam Remy told me, he said, uh, Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder. A lot of these people, re recorded old music that they felt... Um, the audience that is now wasn't then that was paying attention yeah. to pretty much. And, and, you know, their writing, the music, all of that changes. We evolve as creators. So um he was saying, like, they, record, they re-recorded some of the old music that was magic. And it just reminded me of that. So at least um, even if I don't record some of these, I could still remind them or tell them about it, teach them about it for the first time. Um I always thought it would be dope if I saw a, a Jay-Z video for It's Hot. From uh, You know what I'm saying true, true, two. True. Like, like, like your favorite artist Doing a video Of their old record But it's new though
1: I don't do I yeah. don't do Like I don't do Records from Trees
0: and Truths It's just It's, just, it's, it's over We evolve We moving As, on Yeah
1: Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what's crazy I like, do I think A part of that is You know The old hits Or you know yeah, yeah, Favorites, yeah, 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 favorites uh, yeah. I think that's something That I'm gonna stick with But for the most part Like you know, even now I'm 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 forgetting lyrics. Yesterday I forgot the lyrics to jazz. Wow. Because because <laughs> I'm practicing so rigorously for my live show for this new album that's about yeah. to come out, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like that's gonna inevitably be gonna happen with a lot it of happens. songs. I yeah, thought yeah, I yeah, would
0: yeah, never yeah. see that day too. It happened to me, I'll never tell you what show <laughs> <happened> before. <laughs> I try to play it off ill, but you know, it's 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 crazy. Um when you get to that two hour show, that hour and a half show, that's when you concentrate on a certain segment of the hits. Yeah. But um, I, as an artist, we got so much to say right now. You know what I'm saying? We got so much to get off our chest. So I feel you with that, dog. What what life.
1: what is like the biggest thing you're trying to say these days? Not not with the, you know culmination of your artistry yeah, yeah, but yeah. these days like what are you focused
0: on Yeah, um what's crazy is i've been regrouping is that um everybody been calling me like to do a, a hill of the world song word, you, know, so, yeah, you, you know you know, the game <laughs> every right? time you yeah. Know the game, like, All, yeah so we imagine need, the need calls need i got um over the past two weeks you know what i'm saying um and honestly i i, I can't i can't really rock like that because i got a lot to say um in interviews, like maybe about a month ago, everybody was asking me, so what's the state of Chicago? How you feel about Chicago? I'm yeah, like, y'all, yeah. y'all know the world crazy? Yeah. Like months before they asked me that question, Paris got shot up or blah, blah, blah happened. Blah. It's not just Chicago. I felt like a lot of times we would pick this the bacon on your sure. on your, your news cuisine. Like you put us on the macaroni and cheese. You put us on steak. You put us on whatever, put us around asparagus. Anything that they could attach our name to to get some type of, um look, I felt like that was like necessary for them. But I think the world has spoken a louder voice than us lately to let them know it's not just Chicago, you know what I'm saying? And and that's one thing that I definitely want to find my unique way of stating because I come from here. Yeah. So it makes my statement a little bit different from being in Denver speaking that same language. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, feel like um, I want to be very cautious. So when I speak, I speak one time, let it be recorded, let it be understood, let it be misunderstood, whatever the f- they think. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm going to say what I say, you know, that's and good, I'm going to leave it like that. Um. What else? What else is on my chest? Um, Honestly, though, I want to write about a little bit more love than fucking. Excuse my French. You know what I'm saying? I feel like um, the romance is gone. The cool swag is gone. Like back in the day, a cat could sing. He could walk down uh, down the street saying, "Baby, won't you just stay?" Like he, he was cool. Like he wasn't looked at like corny. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to make songs that make singing cool again.
2: Right, like, like, right.
0: I want to make songs for the guy that he got everything, but he don't got that girl. He don't know what to say. I want him to be able to at least play my song he get the five minutes and be able to buy 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be that advancement in the, the graduation of the man of this day and age. You know what I'm saying?
1: I think that's so crucial. I think that's a good way to summarize um, the direction I'm trying to go in when speaking about Stuff like that, relationships, love, yeah, yeah. whatever. I think there is a graduation of the man that's necessary. Uh yeah, I definitely even to dress, a dress, bro.
0: Yeah, all that all of that <laughs> changes. All of that changes, man.
1: A uh a language about speaking about women, that kind of a focus on progression in that way. I don't yeah. think niggas are even trying to do at all. Nah. Uh,
0: but I tell you what, man, it something wakes you up. Maybe the thing that woke you up in life may not be the same thing that woke me up. You know what I'm saying? But we all going to get get that alarm clock yeah. and you're going to have to come stand before the, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and graduate. So I feel like um, the same cat that was wearing the, the dunks that's graduating <laughs> to fitted tees now, whatever his graduation is, like my music will be the thing to graduate with him. You know what I'm saying? Um, my music won't be the thing that he leave in that box with them old shirts that he don't wear no more that's too big, you know what I mean? I, I feel like um, I graduate with him and I still got things to help the, the, the next graduating class. I just feel like um, being students of the game give us a bigger hand creating music, straight up. Damn, it's beautiful. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Where are you actually from
0: in Chicago? Uh, man, 92nd and Side. Southside. Damn. I went, to, I went okay. to Julian High School. That's and crazy. I went to Mahalia Jackson Elementary School, so it's I crazy. I stayed
1: on 91st and Langley.
0: You was around the corner, yeah, bro. Yeah, I went to crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I knew a lot of people that went
1: to Julian, yeah. for sure. For Hooped sure. at
0: Brainerd Park all the time, sometimes at Oakdale. Word, word, word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, though, man. I um, One thing I am happy about, um, we all don't talk the same language, but it is a connecting thing and artists from Chicago, you know what I'm saying? We all come from different blocks, different areas, different parks, different... Yeah. Man, everything, but I feel like um, everybody having a chance to tell their story in their way to their people, I think is very dope. It was a time that very we had very few people just speaking for Chicago and yeah. representing us in music, so I think it's dope that um, we do have a, a bigger roster. I just feel like um, we all should just you know be a little bit more aware, like what we're trying to do. We're trying to grow and be great. I feel like if we all agree to do that it'll make them understand what this is a little bit better too for
1: sure i think that's something that i talk about i think with the emergence of artists and everybody that's coming out
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i hear a lot of people say stuff about atlanta or new york and how we're mirroring
2: the strength
1: (laughs) of those uh places in their heyday Mm -hmm. uh and their influence on hip-hop and i just feel like we're not there yet
0: neither because they ain't heard nothing with certain people on certain records together. I, like, yeah, exactly, exactly. I was about to say the, the camaraderie you that, that you publicly you like, right, yeah.
1: saw, yeah, that from, from those uh, regions, yeah. we are lacking. Uh, but, like, everything that you're saying holds true, and, and it's dope to see people coming from so many different parts <laughs> and places in Chicago that are actually... Um, Different types of Chicago people that are so recognizable
0: when I see them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. Hear like whether interact with them. Whether you rock with yeah. them or not, it's like they got a voice for um they neighborhood have a spokesperson. Yeah. And I think that's just kinda cool, you know what I'm saying, in itself. But I, I just, you know, I would dare all of us to take the vow to try to be better. That's it. And
1: and and, and, and I think it takes it goes past just music too. I think it takes music. Hmm. Photographers, you know,
0: yeah, yeah. graphic designers, yeah, artists, yeah, yeah, yeah. like all of that shit. Yeah, it's, it's really it's it's, yeah. it's it's all bases. Yeah. That's real. Somebody gotta do some of all that. That's real. Where else do you live? I live in LA. LA, okay, okay. I wanna to move to New York, but life You wanna hey, move to New York. Yeah, I wanna to move to New York too. I wanna to go to New York, start a little trouble and, and, and bounce though. <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wanna go start a little trouble and bounce. That's how I feel around. about
1: Atlanta.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it, it it's it's this thing is all about being uncomfortable for five minutes To be comfortable for a long time I, I kind of fall in love with being punched Because I know I punch back So I kind of fall in love with the fight of this thing Because it's not easy, you know what I'm saying yeah. You know It's it's a give and take thing, you know But um, this is what I signed up for I'm still learning to fine print But I kind of like, you know what I'm saying getting, getting mud on my jeans, you know what I'm saying I like getting dirty, so I'm with it
1: Yeah, I don't like getting dirty, but I do, man I just like the smooth <laughs> so if yeah, I gotta man. get dirty then you know whatever yeah, it's, it's <laughs> all, I, think,
0: I think that was just me as a child when I got dirty I know I got some progress you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that was like the inner sign of knowing that like you didn't just hit the surface of what you wanted you really got it done I, I just kind of fall in love with hard work I guess that's what I'm trying to say that's my getting dirty I fall in love with um sometimes being the first one and the last one this thing make a lot of people quit man I seen some people starting this and I don't even remember when they left you know what I'm saying? It they just faded away, man. It just it just it says a lot, bro. Some people come out with one album and you don't hear nothing from them no more.
1: For sure. So
0: I'm I I look at it a lot and I think that's what a lot of things that keep me going. Not just my own inspiration of music, but looking around too that keep me going too. You know what I mean? Who have you most like working with? It sounds so cliche, but Dr. Dre, bro. For real? Yeah, Dre. I be hearing, you know what I'm saying?
1: It's Dre. You know, not like oh he's just a great producer, but like. How he apparent like I've been told that like it's on another level, like his ear for for sonics and like how he goes into sounds and like tweaks certain things, uh what it'll bring out of an artist and what make you uh get you hip to what you're able to do with your voice. He and, do like, it easy what though, does that like, look like say
0: for you hearing a beat, right? You like damn that that shit sound ill and he'll go and he'll solo something, right? And that's how you know what he tweaking. So when he unsolo, put it back in the beat, he'll do what he do, and now it sounds nutty. You don't know what he did, but he did what was necessary. You didn't, know it was nece- you didn't know it was necessary until he made it purple versus white. You know what I'm saying? Um, he got many layers to what he does. I think for you to know music and watch him, you will understand him a lot for versus sure, than sure. somebody telling you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, me personally, in my own instance, he kind of like had me use my voice as an instrument. Yeah, yeah. Versus yeah. me singing exactly, exactly. I was like, whoa. Like one time I one night I went home from studio, I was like, Wow. I, I was wild at what he showed me I could do. And I've been with this voice my whole goddamn <laughs> life, man. <laughs> so for him to um for him to bring something out of me, but him being a hood nigga bringing yeah, it out yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah. you gotta still remember who this is, cause when he do it, he reminds you of who he is. He don't be like, Yo, can you sing the vocal <laughs> the way uh are you singing? No. Yeah, he like nigga get the ground with that. Like he's, you you feel the real Dr. Dre. Like, if he was watching his favorite sports team, you feel that Dr. Dre in the studio. All right, all right. That passion hasn't died with him, so I feel like that will always transfer to somebody to understand it. But that's just one instance of him. Um, you could think something dope, and he'd be like, that shit all right. The first part hard, but I would be, I would write all of it if I was you. And it's up to you to really understand what he really telling you. He ain't going to force nothing. One time, yo, <laughs> I tell you a joke. <laughs> yo, I tell you one time... Um, we, uh, we was in the studio, and we was all experimenting. Like, sometimes creating that album, Compton, we was, we just creating dope records, not necessarily trying to hit a certain mark. We were just trying to hit a certain mark of making something timeless. And experimenting with a hook, we was trying to find different hooks. So it was me, Marsha, King Mez, a few other people in the room. And uh, Marsha had left... But we was, like, experimenting on this part. He wanted me to try. So he would, like, show me the part, like, rah, whatever the vocal was. I'm doing exactly what he's doing, but I don't know what he's hearing. So, man's over there rolling. <laughs> so I'm looking like, why man's laughing, bro? And I see Doc over there like this. He looked at me. He was like, BJ, you want to do this how you want to do it? Or you want to do this how I want to do it? <laughs> and I looked at man's. I was like, what? Man's fell on the floor, right? <laughs> so I was like, Doc, I'm, I'm doing what you want me to do. Like, I don't get it. Like, you want Marsha to, you know what I'm saying, try it? He was like, nah, I hear your voice doing it. I was like, I'm trying. I'm doing the best I can. I don't know what to do. Mez over there rolling. So imagine Mez acting like your homeboy at school, and Doc is the teacher, and he trying to get you to learn something, but Mez is behind him rolling. So anytime I look at Doc, Mez is in stitches over there. So I'm trying not to laugh, and I look at Exhibit, Exhibit over there laughing. I just start laughing, man. I just walked away from the mic. So three days later... um, I walk in the studio and man's like, Yo, BJ, throw me one of them waters. I was like, all right. He's like, but nah, B, you gonna throw me that water, how I want you to throw it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the joke yeah. for the rest of the album, bro. Are you gonna do this how I want you to do it or how how you wanna do it? So that's the whole joke of the Compton album, man. It was so <laughs> hilarious. And but was one of the coolest people I work with. What for about for you, sure, man?
1: For sure. Um no such thing. I don't know if you know, him. he's a producer. Mm-hmm. Um I, I used to be super, um, I could just work, I work under a lot of different conditions. I give a lot of credit to how I was coming up in the studio. It was just always a ton of people around mm-hmm. and it was free studio time. So I didn't really feel like I had a leg to stand on to make niggas leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just hectic. You know what I'm saying? There would be so like you had to fight through the 12 way. niggas in there, smoking cigarettes, <laughs> playing video games. You know what I'm saying? Like walking in I and out the sand. room, study, have to re-record tracks because of the, Abstract noise. But uh I was you know I'm saying that's how I recorded the waters. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm just used to being in the studio with you, not being in the studio with you, being by myself, being in there with three people, like just all kinds of ways of creating. And I never really cared to be personal with you if I wasn't if we didn't already have an organic relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I went in the studio with no such thing and we were in the studio for eight hours for our session. And uh, we were only working for an hour, you know what I'm saying? The first fucking seven hours, <laughs> which was annoying me at first. But he just wanted to talk. He just wanted to talk. He just wanted to talk. Talking, talking about where we came from, where we grew up, what we listened to. Start showing each other videos and like, you know, not just music videos, like creative, short films, shit that we liked. And uh, I ended up forgetting about, you know, what I was annoyed about, you know what I'm saying? And the last hour and a half, like we pumped out a song easily. Uh, it's pretty dope joint actually. Uh, and and just in retrospect, you know what I'm saying? Immediately after that, it made me reflect on why it was so easy in the last hour and a half. He, he ended up telling me like, that's just like how he likes to record. He got put in the studio with like, uh, like Little Dragon and Future and um, had only met the lead from Lil Dragon, maybe like 20 minutes before Future got there. Future got there with like seven people. And he was like, he just felt like everybody was like watching him, like make the hot shit, like hurry up so they can like lay some shit on it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he was just like, there was just no, he was like, he was paying me a ton of money and I just couldn't do it. Like I didn't have any connection to what I was making. Like I just couldn't do it. And it just super like changed how I approach working with people, uh, collaborating with people. And making records, for sure. Like, that's probably one of the most influential studio sessions of my life ever. Because uh, it just turned me on to that immediately. And it, and, it, and it completely changed the way that I was able to work for the better, for sure. Where you off to next?
0: Uh, next, we out to New York. Sure, 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 Then after that, continue with the In My Mind World Tour, baby.
1: For sure. Congratulations on that. I'm out Thanks, to Finland. That's for sure. I'm out. Yeah, at the end of the summer, so I'm just getting ready Congrats. for that.
0: Hey, man, two boys from Chicago, man. Just love, we love traveling appreciate the world. It, man. We just want to say thanks to the Talk House, Nick. Appreciate rapping to you for a second, same, my dude. It's love.
1: All the little niggas got guns now, and they carry them to the fucking beat. All these little girls give it up now. Shame I could see the cherry stems in the fucking street ain't really listening let, let me break it down for you. Mine's like I'm, a gear.
2: I'm Elia Einhorn and you've been listening to Mick Jenkins in conversation with BJ the Chicago Kid on the Talkhouse Music Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher for upcoming TalkHouse music podcast episodes recorded at Pitchfork Music Festival, including Julia Holter and broken social scenes Kevin Drew. And Spencer Tweedy and the band Whitney. A big thank you to Pitchfork for hosting the Talk House at the fest. This episode was recorded, edited, and co produced by Mark Yoshizumi. Till next time. I'm just with my niggas hanging.
1: Hanging. I just been up here holding, holding off for dear life. I ain't really phasing me, no. Hanging on for dear life. For the love of the money. Hanging on for dear life. Don't that shit sound funny? Hanging off a dear life for the love of the
2: gold.